Welcome to another episode of the Marketer's Edge, a series designed to share senior-level marketing perspective about marketer challenges, opportunities, and agency relationships. Our goal is to help marketers learn from other marketers across different industries and to help provide perspective for agencies about the things marketers deal with every day to help them better represent their clients and win new business. Today, we're talking with Jonathan Sabo, the VP of Marketing and Customer Support at Cardinal Scale, based out of Web City, Missouri. Jonathan, thanks so much for joining us today. How have you been? Doing well. Thanks for having me, Mark. Yeah, you know, it's been an interesting time to be in marketing and U.S. manufacturing the past two years. Uh, the good news at this point is uh, the horizon is starting to look much brighter, and we're getting back to doing the things that we're good at, which is making great products and then marketing them to the world. That's that's great. Yeah, it has. I'm sure it's been particularly difficult for folks like you, given the the uh, supply chain issues and just everything else going on. Um, it's uh, great, great. Certainly is great to see things moving in a better direction. Um, now I've got a, a small handful of questions for you today, but before we get to those questions, can you tell me a little bit about Cardinal Scale and your role there, so our viewers know what kind of company it is and what you do. Sure. So Cardinal Scale was founded in 1950 uh, here in Webb City, Missouri, uh, where my office is. And we manufacture a wide range of commercial grade scales and weighing systems. Um, our scales are used in healthcare, uh, food service, agriculture, uh, logistics, and various industrial applications. Um, we're known as a vertically integrated manufacturer, uh, meaning that we try to build everything that we can here under one roof to the extent possible. And this has really helped us, as you can imagine, during the pandemic, um, especially with our Detecto Medical Products division, and that we're able to control our own destiny. Uh, we don't have to wait on slow boats from China, like many other companies do, that have these clogged supply chains. Right. And it actually um, has been a very good thing for us during uh, COVID. The other nice thing on the, on the marketing front is there are some advantages in working with products that are literally made across the street from my office. Uh, so the factory is just here over my shoulder. Uh, it spans about six blocks in each direction. And there is something very satisfying that I find in marketing products that you can tangibly hold in your hands. Uh, we can photograph them as they come directly off the shop floor. And we're able to promote products that are made here in the USA. That's right. Personally, I find that very satisfying compared to you know, marketing in, in tangible service or some sort of ethereal concept. Uh, there's something unique and noble in this day and age about representing and and in marketing U.S. manufactured goods that I, I find very satisfying. A a absolutely. Yeah, it's got to be great just being able to uh, uh, interact with the line, uh, you know, the pro knowing how the products are made. I mean, that's got to just, um, uh, you know, create a, a whole different level of satisfaction and appreciation for, for uh, what you're, you're selling in the market. So um, first question, I'm, I'm curious with your experience and, and just looking at your bio, um, you know, your experience running uh, your own agency before starting at Cardinal, uh, how has that experience impacted how you work with agencies or view agencies or evaluate agencies when, uh, you know, if you're ever in that, that sort of situation? Yeah, so thanks for asking, first of all. I actually have very few people that ask that, and I, it's a very, um, <laughs> it's something I'd love to share more about, and I actually don't talk about too much, so this is fantastic with this interview. Uh, running U.S. marketing media for nine years was a fantastic experience in and of itself, 
uh, but also just incredibly valuable in helping me improve my work substantially here at Cardinal Scale with our in-house marketing department uh, to see the way an outside agency operates, work with other businesses, and then to translate some of that over into our in-house marketing department. You know, I got to see hundreds of different companies, their inner workings, uh, very successful other companies, uh, how they operated even beyond marketing. Uh, like how just other presidents and CEOs led their teams, mm-hmm. how they uh, conceptualized ideas, uh, what their keys to success were. And I was working, you know, with different uh, companies and I was able to take away things from each one and kind of look at, you know, what are they doing well? What are they doing wrong? And, and kind of add that to your tool set, uh, essentially. And it, it pushed me light years ahead in my marketing here at Cardinal Scale to see both sides of the spectrum uh, because now I'd worked with this wider range of marketing techniques um, that were employed elsewhere. And, and, you know, crazy thing, we're doing crazy things with direct mail, uh, integrated marketing, web development, and we were just pushing harder and harder for ROI. And areas where other companies were trying things that I could help them uh, navigate through those marketing initiatives. And then I could have a wider portfolio of ideas when it came to making my own marketing plans that's for cardinal right. scale. So all that experience was translated over and it just made me better at what I do here. That's and right. I, you know, it just, it shows that I highly recommend that broadening your worldview and your work view, you know, any chance that we have. A- a- absolutely. Yeah. Do you guys currently work with any agencies or do you have most of the, the work that you do in house? Yeah, we do. We're actually working with three outside agencies right okay. now. And um, I can, I can share more about those in, in just a moment. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious, like, as you evaluate the performance of those agencies, or if you're ever in a position or have been where you're looking for new agencies, how, how does, how does that agency experience that you have change, you think sort of alter or, or improve the way you look and evaluate agencies? It, it does. It makes me understand uh, how they operate, what their thinking is. Uh, but my advice for marketers thinking about bringing on a new agency would be uh, look for gaps where you need help. I mean, that's uh, first and foremost. You know, uh, personally, for us here at Cardinal Scale, we have a, a very productive, uh, very highly creative team of actually just a few people. Uh, we crank out a ton of amazing work, <laughs> even great. though we have what is a four-person marketing team. And we're routinely competing against much larger competitors that have 20 and 30-person marketing teams on their roster. From an outsider's perspective, you probably don't know that we're doing what we do with four people. Uh, we're routinely told that uh, because our four-person team ranks uh, much higher than uh, much larger competitive teams. You know, there are things that we're really good at, uh, things like 3D animation, uh, videos, photography, uh, social media, content marketing, uh, graphic design, you know, industry-specific copywriting. You know, it wouldn't ever make sense for us to outsource photography. That's something that Got wouldn't... It. Uh, It just wouldn't make sense because our products are heavy. It's simply easier to photograph them ourselves here in our in-house studio. And we can have them up on our website within hours. Uh, So photography is not something an outside agency would have value to us. But but there are other areas where we need help. Uh, You know, SEO work, uh, web development, even some deeper levels of advertising within social media. Uh, Areas where, uh, for us, where we have a need is a higher level of technical complexity. But we can't replicate in-house on a small budget. And, and, and just we wouldn't do enough volume of it to have a, a full-time web developer sense. necessarily yeah. or a full-time SEO person. And then if you tried to hire one person who could do all those, it just doesn't quite work right. Uh, it doesn't translate over. 
So yeah. that's where we outsource that work. Cool. Um, yeah. We have a great relationship with a local uh, web development company. We've worked with them for the past three years. It feels like they're part of our staff. Uh, they're reactive. There's nothing we've you know thrown at them that they haven't been able to do. Sure. Uh, we also have a great relationship with a marketing company who does our SEO work. And they've given us just some spectacular results uh, with our Google ads. That's right. Uh, you know, they called on us. Uh, they offered the full portfolio of all the general marketing agency capabilities mm -hmm. uh, that most marketing agencies cover. Uh, we didn't need most of it, but we did uh, realize that they're very good at SEO work, and they did it in-house. They didn't farm okay. it out to someone else. Got it. Uh, we needed that help, and we've used them ever since, and it's just been a great relationship. That's, that's great. Um, that's great. Yeah, you mentioned, you know, your advice to marketers looking for agencies is to find the gaps. And I've, I've heard across a number of, of interviews that we've done with companies that have in-house teams like yours, that usually it's sort of the more technical stuff that, you know, where the expertise isn't quite as strong internally, uh, that they'll go outside and, and look for that help. So that's, um, that's interesting to hear that that's the same view. I'm curious, other than, you know, maybe possibly increasing your spend in digital and social platforms during the pandemic, is there anything new that you did during the pandemic that you see potentially carrying forward once we guest, uh, get ourselves passive saying? There are, you know, it's been a good learning experience. Um, in basic terms, uh, to the extent possible, I would, I would suggest keep up with your advertising, even during tough times. Uh, don't back off the throttle too much. Uh, we learned that while everyone else was backing down, uh, we've actually gained market share in the past couple of years by in, uh, keeping up with our advertising momentum. That's and we could feel it. We could see it in the trade publications that our competitors, the ads were dropping off. Suddenly, we're the only one. We're being pushed to the front of the publication now. Uh, we're seeing uh, better positioning for our ads. Uh, you know, like most companies in the past couple of years, we cut out our entire trade show budget, uh, which was typically about half of my overall marketing budget. Okay. Uh, okay. Even though eventually some of those trade shows started up again, you know, they were canceled for about a year. They started up again. But we just couldn't justify the ROI even in the past year uh, due to lower turnouts that were happening. Okay. Yep. So we shifted a lot of those, um, a lot of that time and effort to webinars uh, and okay. online training oh. sessions. Oh, you know, nice. people were people were consuming content like mad during the pandemic. <laughs> they were uh, because because everyone may not be out. We may not be on a on a trade show aisle, uh, but we are in front of our computers, and so mm -hmm. we took advantage of that. We became these content marketing. You know this this machine. We were churning out uh, massive amounts of quality content. So that's great. Uh, that's that great. is something that is translating over. We also took all of those dollars from trade shows and we shifted them into advertising. Uh, we pushed digital really, really hard. That of course gave us a, a wealth of additional metrics and feedback that we wouldn't have had otherwise. Um, because while those people weren't at trade shows, they weren't their PCs, and so we served them up ads where they were spending time. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing that we've done recently that will definitely push us into the future is uh, our marketing department has gotten heavily into 3D animation. Um, our two graphic designers that we have here, uh, they're very good at what they do. They've really embraced it, and they have become experts on 3D renderings and making uh, 3D renderings look photoreal. And as a manufacturer, that really helps us with advanced prototype designs uh, okay. using 3D. It lets us go to market even before we have the physical product done. So we're Got getting it. that out there in advance before we could have even photographed something here in-house. Is, that, is um, that something that sort of uh, uh, 
you, you know, you started doing during the pandemic or is that something that, you know, just evolved sort of organically regardless of, of you know, uh, the pandemic? Yeah, it's a little of both. Uh, okay. It's a good question. Um, yeah, I think organically, but also during the pandemic, we we weren't spending time with other things. It gave them a little bit of time to learn on their own. Uh, so they've gotten very skilled at it. Uh, but we're, we're constantly working right now on stills and video and, and rotating product demos on our websites. And it, to be honest, it's nearly impossible to tell the 3D rendering from the photography. Right. And there may come a point in the future where we don't do photography very much anymore. We just sure. do the 3D rendering and yeah. we can position it how we want to. You know, the one time we would use um, actual photography is when a model would be with the product. We just can't right. simulate right. that in 3D. <laughs> yeah. at this point. Sure. It, sure. it just looks funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sure, it's just from a business standpoint, how how is uh, your organizational sales structure set up? Do you guys have direct sales people, broker dealers? How, how, does, it, how does it work? Yeah, so for us as the manufacturer, uh, we sell through distribution. Uh, we have okay. our regional sales managers employed by us. Uh, we have they have territories that cover the world. Uh, most of our business, about seventy five percent, is the U.S. and Canada. Uh, okay. About twenty five percent is export. Um, but all of our marketing is based around uh, two very broad customer types. Uh, we market to the dealer and we market to the end user, okay. and we think about how to market to each of them differently. Uh, sure. Because the language is different. Uh, the way we would talk to each one of those, the dealer versus the end user, is different. You know, the features and benefits are different for each of Definitely. them. Yeah. Um, so we push you know, a lot of social media, uh, e-blast, direct mail, websites. Um, we push those really hard. We try to stay top of mind with our dealers. Uh, it's funny because one of the first questions that people always ask me about Cardinal Scale is, do you have any competitors? <laughs> and from an outsider's perspective, it's an honest question. Uh, you know, does, is there anyone else in the scale world that makes your stuff? Uh, but it's almost comical to us because on the marketing <laughs> sales side, you know, sure. we feel like, yeah, we have too many competitors. Uh, <laughs> right. You know, we're constantly fighting every day for our place yeah. in, the, in the scale marketplace. Yeah. I'm curious um, on, on the, the direct and dealer sort of mix. Have you seen that uh, mix change any over the last couple of years? Um, one initiative that we are doing a little differently with our marketing is we realize that we need to go to the end user. Okay. Um, we're, we're targeting them more than we would have in the past. In the past, okay. we would have focused on the distributor. We're shifting a little bit what we do, and here's why. Um, like most marketing managers, my number one KPI is lead generation. Uh, lead generation, everything else follows suit behind that goal. Um, and I, the two aspects of my work here, I oversee the marketing and customer support departments. Mm -hmm. And the two most important things for us, for Cardinal Scale, that we can do for our dealers is, number one, uh, give them more leads. And number two, provide them with quality support and technical expertise. Right. So right. help them build up their business and then support them technically with that business. And it kind of uniquely fits the two aspects of what I do here. So, you know, if we can get leads from end users that helps our dealer's business. Uh, so that's what we're trying to do is help their business. Okay. Are there, are there other ways uh, or other things that you're doing to ensure that you're getting proper attention from, from those dealers? I would imagine, do they typically carry competitive lines or are they exclusive to your brand or how does that work? Yeah, it's a great question. Uh, there are very, very few dealers that are, uh, uh, that do not carry other brands. Most okay. of them do. Uh, there's right. going to be a sliding scale <laughs> across the board. Sure. Some, sure. some carry many more of our competitors. 
Uh, some we other we have much more business with them. The competitors are a very minuscule amount. Um, so how do you but, ensure you know, that you 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 know get uh, uh, Cardinal uh, top of mind among those dealers? Yeah. So the way we do that is we push really really hard. Social media, website updates, a lot of e-blasts. We have e-blasts coming out probably every other day. Uh, we we stay in direct connection with them. And then just also the relationship aspect through sure. sales um, of Got just it. staying in touch with them. Got it. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm curious with the vast majority of your business being um, in B2B, uh, you know, as e-commerce uh, has, has become more prevalent, are you seeing more business moving through those platforms? And, and if so, you know, how has that impacted your marketing activity? Uh, it's market. It's uh, impacted it quite a bit. So okay. our website lead generation has grown by 35% uh, year okay. over year the past several years. Uh, we're having a lot of success. We've actually climbed up to number one or number two uh, Google search results for That's all of great. our top organic rankings on major keywords. Uh, the one almost com comical part is when agencies do reach out to me and their thing is, uh, improving organic rankings. That, that's probably the quickest conversation that ends very quickly. That's, we're number one or number two. You can't really get us any higher. Uh, we're already serving up our ads. We're at the top for where we want to be for the paid yeah. ad. We're right below that number one. So it's it's paying off, as you can tell, from 35% uh, year over year growth. Mm -hmm. So all of that lead generation that we lost from, uh, from trade shows uh, during the pandemic, we've been able to pick that up and actually increase that with our digital marketing. Um, and because we sell through distributors and not directly, uh, some of our main growth in sales has been uh, through major e-commerce dealers. So we try to support them with the best marketing that we gotcha. can about our products that are listed on their websites. We try to serve leads to them. And uh, my staff here in the marketing department, they continually feed them you know, the best product photos, the best brochures. We try to have sure. the best uh, videos, the best copy. So right. we load them Giving up with everything tools. necessary to make them succeed in their own e-commerce sales. Yeah. And then on top true. of that, you know, we're trying to provide, we're going to take leads from our website. Uh, we don't sell directly. We're going to serve those leads uh, to those uh, customers, those dealers, and then they can convert them. You know, our marketing success is translated uh, in terms of our uh, distributor sales success for our products. That's great. So uh, just two remaining questions. Uh, this one a little bit different than, than what we've been talking about yeah. before. The uh, company, just looking at your site, the company seems to do a fair amount of employee recognition uh, work and volunteer work. Um, I'm curious, you know, what would you say are the primary benefits of those efforts? Is it, is it more outward facing in terms of, you know, letting the community know, you know, how, how great Cardinal scale is, or is it really sort of morale building internally or some combination of the, the two of those? Yeah, so it, it's done for several reasons. Um, helping the community is sort of baked into our DNA from our founder, W.H. Perry. Uh, okay. He found it very important to boost our home region, uh, the area around us, essentially here at Web City. Uh, he always supported the local parks, the schools. Um, after W.H.'s passing about 10 years ago, uh, Cardinal Scale built a park directly next to our factory. It's oh, nice. the Cardinal Route 66 Park. It's right on Route 66. So a lot, oh, of, nice. uh, a lot of tourists come by. It's probably the only reason you'd come through Web City as a tourist. Uh, is Route 66, and they'll stop and have photos in the park. Nice. Uh, but to this day, you know, we support local charities that we feel are very important, like uh, Children's Center, Children's Haven, Joplin Little Theater, uh, local foster home construction. We just paid for that. Uh, local college uh, computer science lab. Okay. And we do it for two reasons. Um, number one, it, it's the right thing to do. 
uh, we feel we have a responsibility as the largest employer in Web City uh, to help build up our home region. And secondarily, we do find there is a recruitment benefit uh, for local people in seeing the good that Cardinal Scale is doing. Um, you know, just like most companies right now, we, we need all the help we can get with recruitment <laughs> and retention. Sure. Yep. Uh, so there is a there is a subsidiary benefit to doing yeah. good. Yeah, um, no, absolutely. And, and as for employee recognition, the second part of your question, um, we based on social media feedback, we realized about five years ago that this was an area that we needed to work more on. Um, one of the great things about Cardinal Scale is we tend to keep our people uh, a really long time. Our employees tend to stick around a long time, which is great. great. And so we wanted to share those stories of those long-term loyal employees with everyone. And so that's something that the marketing department could do is we could tell the stories of those unsung heroes who are yeah. working here at Cardinal Scale. And it was just something that we could do to help HR and administration. Yeah. And so we have an employee spotlight on our website and in our employee newsletter. Uh, we definitely commemorate the milestones for our employees. And, we, and then we share those stories on social media yeah. Um, yeah. because at the end of the day, we're only as good as our people that work here. Absolutely. Yeah, that kind of stuff goes a long way for sure. Yeah. You know, people feeling appreciated for the work that they do. And, you know, probably too often people don't feel that way because uh, companies aren't doing the things that you're doing. So, you know, yeah. I applaud you. That's that's outstanding. Um, so one, one last question for you. You know, if an agency was trying to knock down your door and attempting to win business from you, what what advice would you give that agency? Yeah, definitely. It's a good question. Um, look for ways that you can fill a void in the marketing department. Uh, look for something they, they're not capable of doing or uh, query them and figure out something they're not doing very well. Um, find a niche and then be really, really good at filling that gap. Um, you know, for us, you're not going to win our business with offering graphic design uh, or photography or media buys. Sure, sure. Uh, you're probably not going to be able to write ad copy that speaks the language of the scale industry like our in-house copywriters who are very experienced could. Sure, At least okay. we've never had an outside agency able to do that. Uh, but you can get our interest with technical expertise in, in the marketing arena, um, SEO work, web programming, specific mm -hmm. deeper levels of social media advertising. Um, so I suggest do your homework, uh, learn the industry language, and then learn what demographics that need to be targeted. Uh, this is an area that many outside agencies struggle with sometimes. Uh, they don't do the deep dive and learn um, to speak our language, and they don't hit the right uh, targeted demographics. And, and as a result, we lose yeah. from that. Uh, yeah. right. it, can also, right. it can also seem sometimes like... Um, you know, we take our work deeply seriously here at uh, Cardinal Scale. We take our marketing very seriously because it's our business. It can feel sometimes like an outside agency might be a little too passive uh, and, and not being as invested in it and serious about it as we are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and that can turn off, uh, I think, in-house marketing managers. Uh, and then, you know, the, the last thing is just be fun to work with. Um, <laughs> you know, marketing, advertising, digital media, it's fun. Yep. Um, so yep. let's not lose sight of the fun. Yeah, and, but yeah. most importantly, be prepared to go all out, you know, learn the audience, work really hard, bring the ROI, uh, because at the end of the day, it's results yeah. that matter the most, uh, yeah. more than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. I always encourage our agency clients to not think about the relationship as one um, that's you know, uh, a communication or a creative assignment, but think about it as a, as a business relationship and, and how you can help your clients 
you know, achieve the goals that they're trying to achieve. And, and, and when you put it in that context, it, uh, you know, takes, takes that agency out of just being the tactical doer agency and an agency that's really, uh, you know, embedded in, in your organization and, and driven to, to see you succeed. So, so that's great, great advice. Um, well, listen, Jonathan, really appreciate uh, the time today. Uh, great conversation, some great perspective uh, on, on a wide range of topics. Um, and, and I'm sure it'll be super beneficial to marketers watching uh, today's interview, uh, help give them some perspective that you know maybe they haven't thought about before. And I'm sure help agencies as well just think about, you know, thinking about how to how to approach a, a, a B2B firm like yours, how to think about the kind of needs that they they may have. So um, so appreciate the time and uh, certainly uh, wish you the best and and uh, you have a, a great rest of your day. You bet. I'm glad to talk. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate it. All right. It. Thanks a lot.